Welcome to Major League Baseball MLB Trade History Podcast. And today we are going to discuss one of, probably one of the biggest trades of the last 30 years. And it involved the Toronto Blue Jays and the San Diego Padres. And this trade took place in December of 1990. So, in that trade, the San Diego Padres gave up Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar, and the Blue Jays, in return, gave up Fred McGriff and Tony Fernandez. And do you remember much about that trade and where you were at and, you know, what your thoughts were? Well, considering the fact that it's been one year since I started speaking English, I don't really necessarily remember it. But I'm more of like a history revisionist where I can go back and assume what I would have thought had I known about it. But, I mean, that was like one of the, you know, I was around 11. That's when I started to really get into baseball. And I actually didn't remember the trade at the time. I was really mostly a Giants fan and a little bit of an A's fan. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really understand the ramifications, and then really, I really, most of the players that I knew were off of baseball cards, so I right. knew Fred McGriff was a good player. Right. I thought Roberto Alomar was a decent player. Right. Um, you know, Joe Carter obviously had the RBIs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Fernandez was a good, solid shortstop. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just, I don't remember what I felt about the trade, but like, just putting it in perspective and just going back and thinking about what kind of trade it is. In a way, I almost felt like if back if I put myself back then, the Fred McGriff and Tony Fernandez actually seemed like slightly better trade than Joe Carter mm-hmm. and Roberto Almar. And the reason I say it is, you think about it, you're like, what's the what's the most at the time before the steroids era, before mm-hmm. everybody started shooting themselves up <laughs> with steroids, uh, short a shortstop that can hit was a big deal. Right. Um, and then Fred McGriff was like a young guy who like was just on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the, in fact, the Blue Jays were a team that were like a young team on the up and up. And then right. you go back to Joe Carter's career. He was a guy who like had played with a bunch of teams. Every team he was on was not a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Roberto Almar was a really good second baseman. But you actually don't think about second baseman as much as you would think about shortstops being coveted. Right. And, and of course, you know, he went on to become a Hall of Famer. Right. But uh, he, at the time, he wasn't really off. So, I mean, I think it was a really even trade at the time. Slight, I would have given a slight edge to the Blue Jays. What about yourself? Right. Well... I'm sorry, uh, to the Padres. Uh-huh. Well, I was thinking of your comment about revisionist history. I don't know if there's such a thing as provisionist history, but or maybe that's predicting the future, but... Joe Carter from the Orioles to the Giants for Darren Blood. By the way, Amir and I are both Giants fans, so, but above all that, we are baseball fans. So, if you heard last week's podcast, it was about a Giants uh, trade that went horribly for the Giants, but, you know, we're about baseball. So, um,. I actually had two different takes on the trade at the time. First of all, uh, my best friend at the time and I were 
huge baseball fans. It's one of the things we talked about all the time, and we used to play strikeouts, like one-on-one -on -one baseball, mm -hmm. on the weekends. And and for some, he was a contrarian. Mm -hmm. Now he he knew I was a big Giants fan. He didn't like become like a Dodgers fan or an A's fan or you know, you know Cardinals are a rival team of the Giants you know, historically. For some reason, he just chose the Royals, and he became a big Royals fan, and bought a, had a Royals jersey, the Kansas City hat, and, but like, besides Brett Saberhagen, his favorite player was Fred McGriff, mm. and you mentioned baseball cards, I remember Fred McGriff's 1986 Donruss card, and it was, love the card, he's batting the left-handed, and, and, you know, by the way, uh, for those of you who don't know, he didn't come up with the Blue Jays. He came up in the Yankees organization and was, you know, stolen from, mm -hmm. from the Yankees uh, for a bunch of, I think it was, was it two bags of Fruit of the Loom underwear and some Pretty cash much. to be named later or something? Pretty much. He was uh, traded uh, with uh, Dave Collins and Mike Morgan, who actually went on to play for, like, yeah. literally every single team yeah. in the major leagues. And a few teams, and, like, overseas, maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a few Little League teams after his career. <laughs> and cash to the Blue Jays for Tom Dodd and Dale Murray, who, <laughs> you know, I don't even know. Yeah. They sound like they're good players, but, I'm, you know, yeah. they didn't really have much of a career. So it was a, it was basically a highway robbery. But yeah. that was just, you know, that was just what the Yankees did back then. They gave away yeah. all their good good young talent for old crappy players. And supposedly on the Blue Jays end, you know, Pat Gillick, I mean, this trade made him a Hall of Fame GM, and he actually acquired McGriff from the Yankees originally, and he may have said back then that this is a cost-cutting measure, and mm -hmm. Dale Murray was getting too much money or more than the Blue Jays could mm -hmm. afford at the time, but, but yeah, I had two takes on the trade, so I was a huge Fred McGriff fan. You know the joke about chicks dig the long ball? Yeah. You know what? Guys do too, right? Yeah. So Fred McGriff would hit a bunch of home runs, you know, loved his nickname, the crime dog, you know, based on McGruff, the crime dog from the uh, commercials about crime. Mm -hmm. And so my friend and I, I remember when I heard about it, I called this buddy of mine and said, hey, did you hear about the trade? He said, no, what? I said, McGriff and Tony Fernandez for Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar. Mm -hmm. And he thought I was kidding. I said, I am dead serious. And it's all we talked about the whole day. And it seemed like a lot of people that I knew or heard on local radio shows were kind of siding with you with like saying San Diego, San Diego got the better end, the Padres got the better end of the deal. Mm -hmm. Although I would say it was maybe 55-45 San Diego. Uh, I actually always thought that Toronto got the better end of the deal. Mm -hmm. And I always thought they got the better end of the deal, not because of Joe Carter, but because of Roberto Alomar. Mm -hmm. Now, he was the unknown, right? Yeah. Joe Carter, Fred McGriff, and Tony Fernandez all came up around the same time, like 83, 84, 85-ish, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And Roberto Alomar came up in like 87, 88, mm -hmm. but... There's a lot of pot potential there, and I think 
Pat Gillick, the Blue Jays GM, saw that, and, and you know, I saw it too. I want to say in his last season with the Padres, he had like 80 or 90 stolen bases. He was always a really solid uh, second baseman defensively. In fact, I think he's probably one of the greatest. I think he actually had like about 24 stolen, but he was a good player. Roberto Alomar? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, maybe I'm looking at another stat, but mm -hmm. he's probably the greatest fielding second baseman yeah. maybe ever. I cannot think of another one. I mean, that's kind of looking forward, but at the time, there's no way to predict that. So yeah. I always thought the Blue Jays got the better end of the deal on that mm -hmm. and because of the Roberto Alomar part. And I always thought that Tony Fernandez was the kind of the weak part of that, you know, that whole deal for everyone, mm -hmm. even though he had like three Gold Gloves or was it three or uh, four Gold Gloves, maybe three All Star mm -hmm. appearances or something like that. So yeah, no, I mean, I um, I mean, just I was like, I mean, the thing about Tony Fernandez was like, I it just feel like he was like one of those guys that can like there was Cal Ripken and then there's like you know the next tier of shortstops, mm -hmm. and it always seemed like that was the guy, you know, mm -hmm. even when he went to the Padres, which incidentally, he came back to the Blue Jays like a year and a half later, so it wasn't, yeah. so yeah. obviously it was like a total steal for the Blue Jays. He played for a bunch of, he probably played for eight or nine more teams, mm -hmm. I want to say he played for the Blue Jays two more times, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm just looking at the, the online, I don't have this on my memory. <laughs> I'm looking online. Yeah, he played the, for the Blue Jays three more times. Three more, yeah, okay. Traded, so. Yeah, yeah. So he loved Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I that that's a it's really um that's a great prediction because I mean Roberto Almar essentially became a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I'm still to me I don't I mean his numbers are really good but. I guess he's a great defensive player. It's just like he yeah. didn't get three thousand hits, and that kind of yeah. irks me. Yeah, that it's kind of shocking, me. actually. And yeah. he didn't hit three hundred home runs, or like he never really was. Didn't have the big stat, like huge right. numbers, like right. like a Ryan Sandberg who had the one year right. of like forty home runs, or like he he didn't have those amazing numbers. Two MVPs, too, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but he was an All Star, Gold Glover, and obviously we all know that this ended up being a yeah good trade for Toronto, especially since uh, they won the World Series yep. in 92 and 93, back-to-back -back years. Yeah. You know, led by Joe Carter and uh, Roberto yeah. Alomar. Exactly. And, yeah. In fact, I remember, uh, I think we talked about this before we started the recording, but, like, uh, I remember Alomar hit a home run off of Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, yeah. In the playoffs. And yep. Like, uh, Left-handed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it makes sense. He was a switch hitter, so yeah. yeah. It was such a hard. I mean, being in the Bay Area, that was a heartbreaker. I'm a, I'm a Giants fan, and but my second team is the A's. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's not a close second. <laughs> you, know, you, you still don't want you know, people out of the Bay Area winning. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, let's just uh, we can go around and talk about each of the players. Joe Carter, uh, he has a good, a lot of uh, interesting uh, trade history throughout his life. He's yeah. played like uh, I mean, looking at his. Uh, career he's played for five six different teams including yeah. the Giants which yeah. is our team and uh, his that's, last team yeah and he's probably he played his best game for the Giants you know he's you he, he knows <laughs> um, towards the end of his career and he ended up I know we're gonna talk about the Giants <laughs> now but 
Uh, he actually, you know, he was a good pickup for the Giants, even in its last year in the major leagues. Um, but, uh, like, uh, Scott, why don't you uh, go ahead and talk about someone, like, another infamous trade that he was part of, briefly. Well, you know, Joe Carter came up with the Chicago Cubs, and he was a part of a, of a trade where he and, what, Mel Hall and a couple other guys were traded for Rick Sutcliffe, mm-hmm. um and maybe one other player, and you know, Joe Carter ended up blowing up uh, with Cleveland, and you know, after a few years with Cleveland, he was traded to San Diego for Roberto Alomar's brother, Sandy Alomar Jr., who made a number of all-star teams as with Cleveland, and and uh, then, of course, the, the, the trade we're talking about now with the Blue Jays, and then, you know, his Blue Jay career was over, signed a free agent deal with the Orioles, and was traded in that, the biggest trade of all in his career uh, to the Giants for Darren Blood, which, <laughs> which changed history for Darren Blood. So, but yeah, he's... He did move his family yeah. to the city. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, later on, Roberto Alomar would play a couple years, three years with the Orioles, too. Um, so, you know, Joe Carter's path is really interesting because he, he had like eight or nine consecutive seasons of 100 RBIs or more. Mm-hmm. And forgive me, but I don't remember if that includes the 94 strike shortened season, but I don't know. Um, it does actually. Yeah, because yeah, I thought it was close yeah, if he yeah. didn't. So, and. He is the only player in Major League history that have three consecutive 100 RBI seasons with three different teams. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, San Diego, Toronto, mm-hmm. and back to back to back. So, you know, really interesting. So he is not going to make the Hall of Fame, but he's, like we talked about uh, in our last week's podcast with, with Joe Nathan... You know, Joe Nathan, you know, he's not Mariano Rivera or Trevor Hoffman, and they will be Hall of Famers, but mm-hmm. Joe Nathan is like the, the next tier down. Mm-hmm. And I think definitely Joe Carter is the next tier down. I think, I don't think Fred McGriff will be a Hall of Famer. He's like next tier down. Uh, I mean, I think if you look at McGriff mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Carter's careers, yep. Like, you just look at the numbers, McGriff actually has better career stats. Yeah, yeah. McGriff has more hits, more home runs, more RBIs, better batting average, a lot better on base percentage. It's, right. It's incredible, like, yeah. how, like, that trade was gutsy. And then, I do want to say this, mm-hmm. um, while this trade ended up working out for the Blue Jays, and I think it was a pretty close trade. I think you mentioned that it's like a 55-45 one right. way or the other. It was right. a good trade for both teams. Yeah. Uh, except Fernandez left San Diego. Right. Um, but there are a lot of other people on those Blue Jays teams that won, you know, that were the reason for winning the World Series. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Jimmy Key, I think, was on that team. Yep. And, um, John Olrood was on that team. Yeah. Pat Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly Gruber. Kelly Gruber. Pat sorry. Borders. Pat Borders. Yeah. Right, right, right. I bought my first used car from a guy named Pat Borders, really? by the way, from Daily, Daily City, California, v, uh, Volkswagen. Which <laughs> I think it's probably the same guy. I, I, I actually asked him. He said, no, I, I get that. I get asked it all the time, and they actually looked alike, which was, I don't know if he was BSing me, but. Did he have a tear as you were leaving, like, oh, 
I'm like, glory, did he admit it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was, yeah, he was screwed up. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, Dave Stewart, I don't know, um, Jack yeah. Morris. Jack Morris maybe on the second World Series team, right? Yeah, I think Dave Stewart was on the second World Series team. In fact, I don't think they had good years, actually, on that team. But right. they were... They're good in the playoffs, I think. Right, like at least in the ALCS, probably. Actually, um, I can go over, like the team, uh, looking at the 92 team, uh-huh. um, they had a really good team. I mean, like you said, Kelly Gruber was a really good player. Um, yep. They had Candy Maldonado ah, go back yeah. to the Giants. Yeah. Dev, Devon White. Dave That's Winfield. Right. Dave Winfield had a great year for them. That's right. Um, Jeff Kent was on that team, another Giant yep. who ended up being close yeah. He might be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, and then the pitching, you know, they had Jack Morris, Juan Guzman, who was oh, great yeah. for a few years. Unstoppable for yeah. a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. Dave Steve, who, okay, here that year. But mm-hmm. Todd Stottlemyre had a decent oh, year. Yeah. And their bullpen was great, too. Like Tom Henke, David Wells, Dwayne oh, Ward, yeah. Pat Henke. All those guys are really, yeah. um, really good p- pitchers. So they actually had a better pitching staff than hitting. So, yeah. you know, we kind of credit all these yeah. Alomar is because of Joe yeah. Carter. Alomar, I mean, who yeah. knows if McGriff and Fernandez was still there? Maybe they would have won. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Maybe if they would have just flipped Fernandez for Alomar, that would have been enough. Or who knows? Right. You know? But they had one of the reasons they did trade McGriff was because they had John Olrud, just like super, right. you know, right, highly, highly touted. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's a testament too, again to. Pat Gillick as the Blue Jays GM where, you know, he drafted these Viola Roods and the Kelly Grubers and the Jeff Kents and um, it's funny because Jeff Kent, this may be a future podcast guys, Jeff Kent and uh, Carl, uh, not Carl Everett, uh, uh, what's that center fielder's name? I'm having a, a, a brain cramp, but I think he has Everett in his name, but it's not Carl Everett. But they were traded to the Mets the next season for David Cohn, who helped them win their second consecutive World Series. So, um, what was Everett's name? I don't remember, but it's okay. First name. Oh, his name was Everett. Yeah. Chris Everett. I'm kidding. Jim Rome, right? The Jim Everett. <laughs> no, that's Jim right. Ever- yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, for, for you listeners, we're actually referencing a point where Jim Rome, a radio personality, made fun of a Rams quarterback whose name was Jim Everett. Yeah. Called him Chris Everett. Jim Everett got up, almost tried to beat up Jim Rome. Long yep. story, but that was in the early days of ESPN two. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but you know, on the other end too, I mean, oh, but. Pat, Pat Gillick, I mean, he made these great trades, these great drafts, and you know, that's actually a great point about what about just Fernandez for Alomar, mm-hmm. right? But then, uh, I don't know what they, they would do Older. at first base, yeah, right? Yeah, so, but, you know, teams stack up players, it's talent, right? Uh, there's different philosophies, draft for position or best available talent, yeah. so... They could have moved Olerud or McGriff to play left field or something. Or right? they could have traded Olerud for Joe Carter, and then you'd have like yeah. that whole team. Or yeah. Who knows? But uh. But then you know, on the Padres side, they're in, in the midst of fire sale mode, and 
you know, I think the next season, McGriff may have been traded to Atlanta, and then, you know, they <sighs> traded off, you know, I know Gary Sheffield was a part of a trade from the Brewers, yeah. and then he was later traded, and there's another guy who had a great season. I think he was a center fielder. Um, can't remember his name now. He had like one or two great seasons, and they just traded off all their talent for... Yeah, that's the trouble with San Diego. It's such a nice weather. Nobody likes to go to games. They just go yeah. to the beach. Like a second giant second home home I home town, right? Yeah, that's another for non Giants fan. It's like the second home because whenever Giants play in San Diego, all the Giants fans just drive down there and watch games there. And there are more Giants fans and Padre fans, but that's a different uh -huh. podcast <laughs> and a different story. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so yeah, I mean McGriff, uh, Tony Fernandez was a good player though, like. Mm -hmm. The reason I say it is just I'm just looking at his stats. Like there was a time when he led the league in triples with the like he had 17 triples. Mm. Um, his um, his slugging percentage was pretty high for a shortstop at the time, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but um, but yeah, he's definitely as you mentioned and mm -hmm. as a little Scott knew back in <laughs> 1990, he was the he was the the weak point of the trade. And it's interesting, too, with Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar, who, um, I don't know, probably the, the two most well-known of the four. And, you know, Carter and McGriff can be interchanged with two and three. But yeah. Joe Carter is remembered for the home run off of Mitch Williams against the Phillies that, yeah. you know, completed that World Series win. And Roberto Alomar is heavily remembered for spitting on the umpire, oh, yeah. unfortunately, and, you know... I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Now I remember, now I hate him. That's yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought he was a nice guy. Oh, you just reminded me. No, yeah. no, well, my dad hmm. officiated six different sports growing when I was growing up, and he was always, like, on the, uh, the umpire side, the referee side, and he never forgave Roberto Alomar hmm. for that, and he just, you know... And would never acknowledge that, you know, two things could be equally true, right? He could have been a Hall of Fame player, which he ended up being, although not elected in his first uh, ballot, time on the ballot, by the way, I don't think. And yeah, it was a terrible thing to spit on that umpire. You know, it doesn't mean he's a crappy player. It just means he made a mistake or used poor judgment. So, you know, for a long time, people thought, Easily, he's gonna get the three thousand hits, and he didn't. Um, I think he was around the twenty eight hundred mark or something. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I remember. Uh, I remember uh, actually Roberto Almar. This is non baseball, but he got <laughs> sued by his ex girlfriend because uh. like, she accused him of getting AIDS and giving it to her. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that has nothing to do with baseball or this trade, but. And, and we're not talking about financial aid, but no, no. aid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, but, uh, I forgot about that. No. Uh, that's a good uh, piggyback uh, to our last week's podcast about Matt Hurgis being called Matt Herpes. Oh, right. but, There's a theme. Maybe we should call it maybe yeah. Major League History STDs. Yeah, yeah. Blockbuster yeah. is now. Um, actually, he didn't have it. He ended up not right. having it, thank God. So. Right. Right, um, and the umpire who got spat on, who didn't know about HIV, how to contract it, he was afraid of getting mm -hmm. an STD too. Just yeah. kidding, but yeah. yeah. 
No more hugs. No, I'm just kidding. No, no more hugs. He didn't yeah. know. He thought he couldn't hug him. But right. Um, but yeah. So I mean, I think you know the this trade ended up being great for Toronto, and they're already mm. in the rise. And mm-hmm. I mean, just talking it through, we realized why McGriff was traded. I actually think McGriff, looking back at his numbers, like mm-hmm. having close to 500 home runs, and yep. like, and I don't think he was one of the guys that's accused of doing steroids. So he, Never, his names, names never come up. So I think he might be a better player than Joe Carter. Yeah, I and mean, I think yeah. uh, it's, uh, and then, you know, Roberto Alves. I, I really would give this, uh, uh, considering what kind of a team uh, both of these, or both, you know, these players had, yeah. I would say this is a 50-50, like, good trade for both teams. Right. You know, like you mentioned, the Padres ended up being, just having a fire sale. Right. So it wasn't really like the players' fault that they didn't win a World Series. And then the Blue Jays had an amazing pitching staff, great bullpen, great starters, and mm-hmm. already a supporting cast with John Olrood, right, who was going to come in and step in for McGriff anyways. Yeah. Which, by the way, one thing about John Olrood is, mm-hmm. uh, what interesting is like, um, he actually always wore like a helmet right. while I played field. He feel it because I think in college he got hit in the head. Yeah, and, it's to protect them from yeah. actually he could could get killed if you got hit by a, in the head again yeah the ball so and when i was a kid back then i got this uh they used to have these candy bar helmets yeah where like they they dump all these like crappy candy bars into yeah. a helmet yeah and i bought it and i obviously i ate the candy bars like a crazy maniac <laughs> and then i used the helmet to play baseball all the time it was not protective it was, it's yeah. actually more dangerous i would say right right yeah i mean looking back with all the concussion issues i mean yeah. studies have shown Hey, maybe these helmets are actually harming the players, or you know, versus protecting them. But I remember at one time in the early '90s where you'd go to a ball game and they would put ice cream sundaes into a mini helmet, That's and right. so I had a collection of those. And you know, yeah. So you know, I think Fred McGriff too was also a victim of his position. I don't. I think he may have made one All-Star team in his career. It's very hard to make All-Star teams. I know it's a. It's like a popularity contest at times, yeah. but at first, even like he's compared to Willie Willie McCovey, right? Mm-hmm. And Willie McCovey, I want to say made six All-Star teams, had over three thousand hits, I believe, and over five hundred home runs. At one point, was the all-time left-handed home run hitter be, before Barry Bonds cheated his way past that number and but well, uh, Babe Ruth was pretty good too yeah yeah I mean in the National League oh, national, or, oh, not all-time left all-time National that's, League or oh, maybe something one of those weird said yeah. left-handed National League yeah. uh, hitters who were you know born and raised in the South I don't just some really you know <laughs> ESPN Ization uh, stats or something, right? So, but you know, but you know, Fred McGriff was part of a World Series team with Atlanta in maybe '95 or something. They won that. He was a part of that one uh, World Series team that they had, and um, I think it was against Cleveland, maybe uh, one of Joe Carter's yeah, yeah, yeah. teams from the past. So. And he made like his first all-star team like late in his career, so yeah. And their numbers are very close. Or Fred McGriff was a better overall player, but 
four all-stars. So, okay, great. So four all-star teams. But if you think about it, you know, he may have been a victim of his position. Yeah. And, you know, the fire sale, you know, helped Atlanta. Hurt the Giants, by the way. In yeah. 93. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. Yeah, Melvin Nieves, someone more, and some third guy uh, got thrown in. I think they, a box of those uh, hel mini helmets, too, with the candy yeah, the, yeah. were thrown in, too, as, as a bonus. So. It's a terrible trade. It's bad for your health. <laughs> Plus, those helmets won't fit on players like Bruce Bochy, and, you know, yeah. so, yeah. You know, I think another thing, like, to your point, yeah. not only was he a victim of his position, but also his geography. Right. Look at the team. He actually didn't get as much notoriety until he got to Atlanta. Right. it's because they went to the playoffs. But he right. played on Toronto, which is not even in the United States. So mm -hmm. us being in the U.S., who gives a crap about them? Because it's not in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I'm joking. But, uh, but you know, he wasn't, in the, he wasn't on a U.S. team. Uh, Toronto, even though they won two World Series, well, mm -hmm. he wasn't there when they won it, but they were successful when he was there. They still didn't get the notoriety. Um, right. He had the Yankees in the East, you know, the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when he went to San Diego, you know, like again, San Diego, the fans don't go watch him. Right. They had a fire sale. And then he goes to Atlanta, he gets, you know, he gets some All-Stars. And then he, after he goes to Tampa Bay, which again, Right. Not enough notoriety, and then on top of that, yep. he has to compete with all these other Reuter first basemen, yeah. you know, like McGuire, and yep. and of course other all stars who may have not Reuted, but right. you know there are other like their people. His contemporaries are like McGuire, you know, Palmero, Will Clark, and, right? You know all these guys. Andres Galarraga. Andres exactly. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. so many first basemen, like you said. So yeah. So it's kind of sad. I mean, he's a, a sad, well, he's <laughs> still a millionaire, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I think this was, an, I would say, in my opinion, this is an even trade. What do you think? I would give a slight nod to the Blue Jays just because they end up winning the two World Series versus San Diego, who won none, mm -hmm. and to this day they haven't won any. They've been yeah. to two ever, and they've lost both of them. Um... But I would say definitely Toronto is the winner, and you know they got the the sure thing Hall of Famer. I mean we didn't know at the time, but mm -hmm. ended up and you know I think Joe Carter and Fred McGriff are on that next tier down, and maybe Tony Fernandez the the tier below that. Yeah. And kind of like bottom line, it's about winning, right? And yeah. even though Toronto had those great players, and who knows Pat Gillick may have. Flip McGriff and Tony Fernandez for some other two other, you know, yeah, but yeah. and you know the Padres were in a bad place. You know they were getting rid of them. their their GM actually retired. I think a season or two after that because he was instructed to trade off guys. It uh, enough's enough. Was that Kevin Towers? No, that was before Towers. Oh. I don't remember this guy's name. Um, mm. Maybe McKenzie. I, I don't remember him, but. Um, Maybe his name. Maybe selling used cars in Daly City. Yeah, yeah. At he, borders. There you go. And that may be a good place to stop. So, yeah. uh, cause, uh, yeah. Or just south of the border, below San Diego. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So we'll get Pat Borders and Pat Gillig a pat on the back for their contribution to our podcast. Yeah. So, thank you guys for listening today and. You know, we don't know what's in store for next week, but uh, 
uh, there may be another STV reference, and uh, who knows, but you won't know until you stay tuned, so thanks for listening, thank you Amir for being a part of this. Yeah, thanks guys, thank you Scott, and thank you guys for listening, and we'll try to keep next week's uh, STVs down to cooties. <laughs> thank you so much. Alright guys, thanks for listening, see you soon.